Take your seat. Kindly take your seat. Hallelujah. Okay. So, thank you so much for the opportunity. <laughs> Hallelujah. I'm grateful. I'm so, so grateful. And thank you for the things you keep on doing for us. Yes, we, we are grateful. I was telling my, my wife that, so is this what you go through all the time to preach? <laughs> Shall we under the Thursdays? As I'm sitting now, I'm thinking of what to say. <laughs> God bless you, Sophie. We are grateful for over seven years now. All the time. God bless you. God bless you so much. And so for mommy, God bless you so much. <laughs> God bless you. Um, Pastor um, Apiaji and the wife, you are welcome. Let's give it up to them. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God bless you for visiting us today. It's like I, I kind of knew you were coming yesterday. <laughs> Hallelujah. And when I saw your status, I, I just, I'm like, ah, the PG will come and visit us. Wow. It's, it's a blessing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Okay, so, today the word will be short. I pray to be short, and I know it to be short. <laughs> Hallelujah. Okay, so you are talking among, on, the theme is God's plan and the word of God. So we started talking about God's plan last week and we saw many good things about the word of God and the counsel of the will of God. And we saw how God decides his counsel in heaven, how he sits down with the angels and with the watchers and so many. And sometimes, as I said, men of God, sometimes, let me not say men of God, children of God like us can have opportunity of sometimes being there. And um, you can hear the counsel of the Lord. Example, we saw with Daniel, where um, we saw what the watchers decreed. We saw in the life of Uzziah too, um, as a prophet, he heard the counsel of the Lord going on in heaven. And that was something marvelous that blessed me personally. I hope you also blessed. Yes. So I want to see. I want us to see something about God's plan in the Word. So we are just going to look at how the word is able to push us to work in God's plan and his visions and his purposes for us. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you for your word. Thank you. Praise be to your name. Speak your word through me and let your counsel, let your presence, let your word, let, let me be as the oracle of the Lord that speak the intent, your intent, your intentions to your people. Thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay. So, <clears throat> Psalm 139. Let's look at Psalm 139. The word of the Lord is a manual and a perfect picture of God's plan and his vision for us. God's plan is a manual and there's a perfect picture of God's plan and his visions for us. Psalm 139. Psalm 139, verse 16. Sorry. So let's go to 16. Okay. It says, your eyes saw my substance. After this, give me the NLT, okay? It says, your eyes saw my substance being yet unformed. And in your books, they all were written. The days fashioned for me when as yet 
there were none of them. So let's look at the NLT. It makes it a little simpler. It says, you saw me before I was born. Very simple. Every day of my life was recorded in your book. Every moment was laid out before a single day had passed. Hallelujah. So this verse of, the, of scripture makes us understand that. Um, he says, David was recounting. He says that his days were written in the books. And which books? The books that God wrote about him when he formed him. The intentions and the things that he wanted him to do. It says every day. It, it even went on to say that every day of my life, I mean, not just his intentions, but the very thing every day has to hold. Imagine if you are supposed to live, live up to an 85, 90 years, and every day, wow, how, book, how big would that book look like? Yeah, every day of your life. Even the, day, the things you do in a day alone, you, can, you, know, you can't even record them in your diary because there are so many. How much more the whole of your life? But we say, David was saying that every day of my life was recorded in your book. Every moment was laid out. A sing- it says, before a single day had passed. Hallelujah. The word of the Lord is a manual. And in that manual, we see... Hallelujah. It's like I had a lot of impressions going on in my spirit. Hallelujah. I just saw someone too. <laughs> wow. I'm amazed. Hallelujah. Okay, so, since the word of the Lord is that manual... That host, hallelujah, the word of the Lord is that manual that has every one of the things God said about us. Hallelujah. It is in obeying and walking according to the word of the Lord that we kind of live out all the things God has in store for us. And another thing we see in the word of the Lord is that it contains pictures. It doesn't just contain words about our life. There are pictures about your life too. Written about the things God has said about you. And they are all in the word of the Lord. Or the scriptures. Hallelujah. The word of the Lord has pictures. When the Lord called Joshua, he told him, meditate upon this word. Yeah. <laughs> when in Joshua chapter 1, when God, um, when Moses died, and now he appeared to Joshua, he was telling him, this book of the law. Hallelujah. So the Lord was telling him that <clears throat> this thing, Meditate upon it. And when I look at the word meditate, he was telling him to ponder. He was telling him to, I wrote the words down, to matter. But there's one word that I saw which actually brought light to what I'm trying to say, which is to think and imagine. So he was telling him, imagine. So he he gave him, so from verse 1 up to verse 7, he was just talking to him about the things that he would do. Everywhere you find your, everywhere your feet finds. He says that I have given it to you. So he, he told him a lot of things about his personal life, the thing that he would do. Then in verse 8, he told him to think, imagine these things. Hallelujah. Imagine them. The word of the Lord gives us pictures. They are pictures of your life in the word of the Lord. They are embedded in the scriptures. Hallelujah. You have to be seeing them. When you are reading, don't just read words. Have time to meditate and to think about those things, to imagine yourselves in those things. Hallelujah. Okay. So, I've listed two things about, we are looking at some of the characteristics of the word of the Lord. One is that it is a manual for us. This is a picture. It gives us a picture of our future. The third thing, let's look at Hebrews chapter 4. It talks about some very important things about the word of the Lord. 
Hebrews chapter 4 verse 12. Hebrews 4 verse 12. Okay, it says, For the word of the Lord is alive. The word of the Lord is powerful. It is sharper than the sharpest two-edged sword. Cutting between soul and spirit. Between joint and marrow. And it says it exposes our innermost thoughts and desires. Hallelujah. Okay, so let's start. Let, let's go over again. He says, for the word of the Lord is alive. One of the characteristics of the word of the Lord is it is alive. Another translation put it, it is living. Hallelujah. The word of the Lord is a living thing. It's a living thing. Just like how you are able to breathe and have life. So is the word of the Lord. It's a living thing. It can move. It can, whatever a living thing can do, you can picture the word of the Lord that it can do the same thing. Hallelujah. It is not dead. Neither is it lifeless. You can send it wherever you want it to go. It will go and it will bring you the desired result. Hallelujah. Another word we see about the word of the Lord is that it is powerful. Some scriptures, some translations put it, it is active. The word of the Lord is active. Hallelujah. God's word is a creature or a being which is invisible yet possessing so much power. It has in itself life and capabilities of exerting its power upon the body and the soul. The word of the Lord is an unseen or an invisible driving force behind um, the believer. So the word of the Lord is like Yeah, it's on. The word of the Lord is like um, a caterpillar or a bulldozer. See how a caterpillar can move um, uh, maybe a small car. It can just can just put it can just um, tie it to a small car and it will just move it so easily. So is the word of the Lord. It's a driving force. It is the Bible calls it is powerful or it is active. I like the word active because the active tells me something you know um we have different type of speakers we have active and passive speakers this this actually is a passive speaker but the one we have down here is an active speaker we call it active because it has embedded itself in itself something we call an amplifier the amplifier supplies it with power it also supplies it with um it also amplifies the sound that comes through it makes it louder you get it so if you say the word of the Lord is active, it means that there is an inbuilt capability in the word of the Lord. There's an amp- something you can, maybe for me, if I say an amplifier, I'll understand it better. It will amplify, it amplifies. It also gives it the power that it needs. So this speaker actually doesn't have a power on its own because it is an, it's a passive speaker. You have to give it an amplifier outside of this. But there are some speakers, the amplifier is embedded in it. You get it? So, the word of the Lord has that thing. It is embedded in itself power. Hallelujah. Hello. There is power embedded in it. Praise Jesus. So, you need to always read the word of the Lord. You need to study the word of the Lord. Hallelujah. One of the reasons why I we need to really look into the word of the Lord is that because of the power that it carries, the power to give you the expected end or to give you that which the Lord has said about you. Praise Jesus. 
my desire is that from today you ought to know that you would really you are really doing yourself a great harm if you you are not looking into scriptures if scripture is not something that you really you really read every day yeah you, you are really doing yourself a great harm a big big harm because you are, you are you are living out the activeness of the word of the lord the power of the word of the lord why are you going to get the power to do the things god has called you to do why are you going to do the things that which the lord has said about you to do how are you going to accomplish all those things the power to do all those things god wants you to do is embedded in his word hallelujah you can be called to do any other thing but the thing is that because the bible is a supernatural book when you read it it has in itself the power praise jesus it has in itself the power so from today you need to come to a conclusion that i will read my word of the lord i will find time to read it i will find time to read it i will find time to read it no matter how busy your schedule is i mean you can you can just leave some few space some few time of the day to see that when it comes to this time it is a time i want to study the word of the lord praise jesus the word of the lord again is sharper the scripture says so we see that the word of the lord is active the word of the lord is powerful another one it says it is sharper than the sharpest two-edged sword it is sharper than the sharpest two-edged sword i'm sure by the, those times when the scripture was or when the bible was being written um one of the sharpest two probably is the sword but i mean this dispensation of times we have seen many sharpest objects than a sword example is eliza eliza too i was reading i was in the eliza can cut my hair into one quarter a strand of my hair <laughs> into one quarter i was like wow but sharper capabilities than that hallelujah the, the, the word of the lord is the sharpest tool ever i don't know how you want your life to go I don't know how, which level you want the Lord to shape your life to. But you can't do it without the word of the Lord. It's the word of the Lord that would trim you. It's the word of the Lord that would keep you sharpened. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Another thing that the word of the Lord is, it says that, it's a two-edged sword. A two-edged sword is also a destructive tool. It's used for fighting and it's a destructive tool. As I'm saying again, those times, I'm sure a more destructive tool probably may not have existed than the sword. But now, we have much more destructive tools. We have um, the hydrogen bombs, right? And the atomic bombs. We have only seen an effect of the atomic bombs, but the hydrogen bombs are a thousand times <laughs> extremely have a chemistry, extremely <laughs> extremely dangerous than um, than the atomic bombs we have ever seen. We have seen ever happened. The Russian test, they tested one and they said it was 3,400 times stronger than atom, an, an atomic bomb. Yeah. But the word of the Lord has much more power than that. Yeah. It has more, much more power than that. If you could only read the word of the Lord. I, Pastor, I've been quoting this scripture in Revelation chapter 1, I think verse 5, where he says that those who just read the word of the Lord is blessed. Anyone who reads these words is blessed. Hallelujah. Just reading the word of the Lord, you are blessed. The word of the Lord, the, the word is sharper. It's the sharpest, it's the sharper 
than even a two-edged sword. It is sharper than a hydrogen bomb and even an atomic bomb. It says, cutting between the soul and the spirit, between joint and marrow. It says, it exposes our innermost thoughts and desire. I like the next verse. Can we read the verse 13 from here? It says, nothing in creation is hidden from God. Nothing in creation is hidden from God. But it says that everything is naked and exposed before his eyes. Nothing in creation is hidden before God. But everything is naked and exposed before his eyes. He is the one to whom we are accountable. Hallelujah. We see another thing about the word of the Lord. He says, nothing is hidden from the word of the Lord. There is nothing about your future that is hidden from the word of the Lord. Yeah, there is nothing about your future, about your tomorrow. Is it about your next week, about your 10 years to come, your 20 years, your 50 years to come? It is not hidden from the word of the Lord. If you keep looking into the word of the Lord, you will find your future in it. The Lord will speak to you about your future. Hallelujah. It will give you that picture. It will, it will be that manual that you need. Praise Jesus. It looks like it is, it looks like sometimes when you are reading, you are just reading stories. Sometimes it looks like you are reading about <laughs> that my sister was saying about how when she was, was reading um, Psalms, and David would be saying, Father, kill my kill my enemies with a jaw. Hey, different, different things about killing and how he wants his enemies to die. But he starts very nice. He starts praising God, and when he gets to the middle, then he changes. It's it's all, you know, it's a supernatural book. The more you are reading about David, you are reading about how he was even praying, how he even lived his life. The more you see God, I don't know how God does it. But that's, that's a supernatural act of the Lord. I don't know how he does it. There's no book ever powerful than the word of the Lord. There is nothing as powerful as God's word. It can grant you 100% the future God has purposed for you. Hallelujah. Um, I quite remember when I was growing up, I was I was quite a good boy. <laughs> I didn't start as some of us. <laughs> Hallelujah. So I, I, I had a teacher who was teaching me the word of the Lord from a very young age. I think mine wasn't for my parents. It was from that, that, man, that man of God. And he taught me so much about the word of the Lord. And I, I, I see him all the time illustrating, doing something or making something, drawing me into the word of the Lord. Every Sunday, he'll call me. Monday, he'll call me. Tuesday, he'll call me. I've, ah, what is going on? What have you read? Ah. So I was in, as at, as at, not even Jesus, primary. Can you imagine? Primary. This man was pestering me with, have, have I read? What have I read? I should share it with him. Like, ah, you're my teacher now. What can I share with you? But he was telling me that even at my young age, I can find something from the word of the Lord. And I can say that the word of the Lord has kept me. The other day I was thinking, I was, I've been thinking well sometimes. <laughs> I was actually asking myself, why haven't I lived a certain life as some of my friends? And I was asking, ah, it looks like, I'm, is it that I didn't, I didn't have certain kind of friends or something? But no. Even my younger brother, <laughs> even my older brother can, was bringing me Ladies, hey, at a young age, <laughs> so amazing. But some way, somehow, I kind of, I, I don't know. It just 
The word of the Lord has a way of keeping you away. I, I don't know how God does. I even say I don't know how. But the thing is that just read and keep the word of the Lord in your heart. Just keep, keep it in your heart. You will just see your life just moving forward. 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 It can be little, but you forward. forward. You may think it's little. By the time the Lord will be through with you, you'll be like, wow. Wow. Just stick to the word of the Lord. Hallelujah. I don't want to use my life. I would have shared how every, every stage of my life. I'm not pastor now. <laughs> Hallelujah. How every stage of my life, the Lord just came through for me. Yeah, yeah. Every stage of my life. Every stage. From GSS to SHS. When my mother didn't even have the amount, my prayer didn't have the amount to take care of me. Um, even SHS. I mean, I just had a scholarship straight from level 100. Form 1, sorry. Form 1 SHS. So, Form 1. I mean, those times, to get a scholarship from, from the school or somewhere else is difficult. Very, very, very much difficult. I can count the number of us that had a scholarship. From Form 1, they said they are just going to pay my, my tuition. But, ah, they paid even my boarding fees. Everything about it. It's amazing. It's amazing. I've seen how the word of the Lord can pick somebody just like me and it can give you the future you desire. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There is nothing hidden from the word of the Lord. Nothing. No creature is hidden from the word of the Lord. No creature. Can it be a virus or what? A bacteria? No, no. It can't be hidden from the word of the Lord. It will fish it out. Yeah. It will fish it out. Don't say that I don't see the word of the Lord so it is not as real as my as the life you are living. No, we don't see viruses. We don't see the bacteria, but we believe they are there. We see the effect when, when we're exposed to them. We see how they act on our body. The word of the Lord is invisible. It acts much more stronger than a virus. A virus which you don't see, than a bacteria you don't see. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. I'm introducing to us the power of the word of the Lord. It can lift you, beloved. The word of the Lord has oversight over everything in creation. The word of the Lord is that which guards, which watches, and which, keep, which keeps. The word of the Lord has oversight over everything God made. It has oversight over everything God made. It is that which guards. It will watch over you and it will keep you. Another part of the scripture says that. Can we go back to the King, um, King James? Okay, I think this is okay. I've seen it. Nothing in creation is hidden from God's word. Everything is naked and exposed before his eyes. Before which eyes? The, the word. The word is, is it, it has an eye. It can see things. If you, if, you should, if you should start reading your word, you realize that you'll be seeing pictures of how God sees you because an eye it is seeing it is seeing you hallelujah the word of the Lord is looking at you as you're also reading it's looking at you it is picturing up it's it's unveiling everything some another translation use unveils it's unveiling everything about your life as you are just reading the word of the Lord it's powerful I don't think from today you should go back and not read your word I don't think you should live here without a day feeling like You've, you've not read a word. 
even when you are going through the day, you feel like I have not read the, the word of the Lord. Just it's now it's on our phones everywhere. I mean, what what do you have the smartphone for? The smartphone you can put the put the word also on your word, on on your smartphone. And when I'm teaching people and I like when we're close and I'm teaching, ah, where is your where is your Bible? He said, I didn't bring. It. Okay, then bring your phone. I don't have it. Ah, why are you having a smartphone? You can't put the word of the Lord on your smartphone. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm amazed. You need to put the word of the Lord. Download it. Don't just download WhatsApp. <laughs> the word of the Lord is important than the WhatsApp app. Yeah, find, find space for it. Don't say my memory is small. No, no, no. Find space for it. <laughs> Hallelujah. Find space for the word of the Lord. Hallelujah. Okay, I, I, want, I want us to share two things that we can find from the word of the Lord. Two things that we can find from the word of the Lord. I saw a lot of things that we can find. Actually, I wrote down 25 things, but we don't have all the time to, to look at those things. Two is enough. You don't need all the 25. Two is enough. <laughs> the two, I think, they are the most important thing you can find when you read the word of the Lord. Is one is faith and hope. The, thing, the two things I deem very important. One is faith and hope. The second is the Holy Spirit. But let me talk about faith and hope. Faith and hope. Hebrews 11 verse 3. He says, Faith explains the evidence of things we have not seen. You know, okay, let me by faith we understand that the entire universe was formed at the command of God's word. So it means that faith gives us an, an, an understanding when it comes to the things of God, when it comes to God, when it comes to the spiritual realms, understanding into the spiritual realms is, is faith. Hallelujah. We call it faith. So it says that by faith we understand. So when you pick up the word of the Lord and you are reading about Moses, you are reading about how God led them through the Red Sea, how God provided for them, how God gave them everything they needed at a point until they started murmuring, how, you, how the rock was following them. And you are reading all these things. You are imbibing faith. Yeah. The, the, the world is full of junks. The world is full of things that will bring you down. About Friday, I was just going through my TV channels. And I went through a TV channel I've never gone through before. Sky News. Is it Sky, Sky News? Al Jazeera and those, those places. <laughs> just five minutes, I, I kept on wondering. How can someone pick all this information and, and, and walk freely with I mean how? You can't. Hey. They said there's economic downturn because of the things happening in Europe and their money coming down. And therefore they are predicting a recession in, in December all the way into 2023. Hey, they said you have to start you have to start saving money and hey, I was like, no, 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 this is not what I need. <laughs> I didn't I didn't wait till I didn't spend five minutes. I didn't spend even five minutes over there. No, 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 no. Hey. They will say one minute of that news, then they'll go to the Russian-Ukraine war, how things are going. Hey, no, 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 no. I, my spirit can handle those things. No. <laughs> I can't. It was too much. No, there is so much of hopelessness in this world. There is so much hopelessness. If you should, if you should live by all those things, you would 
I don't know what to become of your life. I just don't know. But there is faith that comes from, there is hope from the word of the Lord. There is hope that comes from the word of the Lord. Let's look at this scripture in, in, I think Romans, yeah, Romans. Romans chapter 15 verse 4. Romans 15 verse 4. Romans 15 says that such things were written in the scriptures long ago to teach us. And the scriptures gives us hope and encouragement as we wait patiently for God's promises to be fulfilled. Hallelujah. See, the scriptures gives us what? Hope and what? Encouragement. Hope and encouragement. It's only when you read, to, when you read the scriptures that you find out this is what God wants for me. This is what God is expecting me to do. This is what God, this is God's intention and plans for me. And they are good things. You need to find hope in the word of the Lord. The word of the Lord will give us faith that we are looking for. You know, faith, hope is, okay, at that time I said that, faith, when we believe the Lord, faith is now. So whatever you believe the Lord for now, it, it, I mean, it has happened. But because we are humans, it, sometimes it takes time to happen. So the time it takes for, I mean, the time you prayed about the issue to the time it manifests. I mean, we will call, before it manifests, that season is, you can call it, 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 uh, the moment where you would, uh, the moment called hope. I mean, those, those, from the time you believed to the time it, man, before it manifested, those period, you can call it hope. But the day it happens, you can call it, that is what we call is faith. Hallelujah. So, you need these two things. You need hope and we need faith. And that comes from the word of the Lord. To obtain the future God has for you. To be able to walk in the things God had for you. You need the element of hope and faith. And all these things are in the word of the Lord. Hallelujah. When we look into the word of the Lord, when we look, it it infuses this hope into us. Praise Jesus. There is this man... Um, I think it's Second Chronicles, where the prophet Elisha spoke about how God was going to turn things around. I was like, ah, but even if God should open even all the windows of heaven, this thing will not happen. Please, there are people like that in our lives. Look, they walk in so much of unbelief. They, they, don't, they don't believe the word of the Lord. The things you have believed and you have, pastor has taught you here, no, they don't have that kind of faith. So when you walk with them and they t- start, start talking to you about things, how things are, um, things will not work out well, how the economy will not work out well, how things will fail in your life, please, you need to detach yourself. To walk in unbelief with those people, you, you, are, you are partaking. You are, you are, it's, a, it's a fellowship. Yeah. You don't need to partake in those conversations. You don't need to partake. Hallelujah. The Bible, pastor taught us that when you walk in doubt, you have separated yourself from the truth. No, that is not our portion. Hallelujah. We don't walk in doubt. We, don't, we walk in faith. And that comes from the word of the Lord. I mean, how can God promise you that he will give you a certain future and a life? I don't know anybody here whom God, through um, a man of God, has spoken to and he has told you something about your life that is evil. I mean, that is your destiny. Your, your destiny. No. No. God doesn't give evil destinies. He will give you a bright future. So when you walk in unbelief 
to the bright future which God wants you to walk, you kind of cripple God. I'm, I, let me put it that way, in that sense, please um, understand me. You kind of cripple what God wants to do with you. Yeah. We need the element of faith and hope. Faith and hope. Faith changes your language. If you have believed something so much enough, if you have believed the word, if you read the word of the Lord and you meditate, it's imbibing to you faith and it will change your language. You will not talk like how anybody will talk. Yeah, it will change your language. If you find out that someone, someone is in Christ, his language is not changing, sorry. His, 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 his words are not changing. He keeps on speaking negative words. He's coming from an evil source. Yeah, his heart probably, probably is not saved. Probably, probably. There's a high probability that the person is not saved. Because his words, what he has believed in his heart, and the thing he says, they should match. Yeah, they should match. They should match. Hallelujah. Faith also gives you a good opinion about God. As you look into the word of the Lord, as you are looking, and you are studying just anything about the word of the Lord, you kind of find out that, ah, this is what God thinks about me. This is what he wants me to do. This is where he wants me to step. This is where he wants me to go. It gives you a good opinion about God. Hallelujah. I found out that one, one thing about unbelief, the Greek meaning of unbelief is to be unpersuaded. And it spoke to me a lot. To be unpersuaded. There are some people, they are not persuaded. You know, those people... Most, most of them are unbelievers, let me put that way. Because the Bible describes unbelievers as they walk in unbelief. That's why they are called unbelievers. <laughs> but we can say we walk sometimes in doubt, not unbelief. Okay, so let's differentiate it. But they are unpersuaded. Those people who walk in unbelief, they are unpersuaded about the things of God. When you bring out the things of God, they find out a way of shutting you down. Yeah. I'm sure you have that kind of people. When you bring out, ah, let's talk about. Oh, God will do it. Oh, you everything. God will do it. You know, you try to downplay your faith you have, you have received. No, 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 no. Never. Don't allow those things in your life. At first, I was a little bit lenient on people, my friends, on, on those things. But now it is, as I keep <laughs> looking more into the scriptures, I'm impatient with those people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, 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 I'll draw you away. No matter who you are, I'll draw you away. You need faith. Faith is one of the key factors that you that you will receive when you look into the word of the Lord. It would lift you. It will put you. It will position you where God wants you to go. One of the people I also wanted to be careful. Let me put it that way. Let me use that sentence. Is politicians. Be, be careful because they are living a different life from sometimes what they say. Yeah, sometimes what they say. Sometimes because when they come on TV, they'll picture to you. Sometimes it's a lie. Because they are living a very good life. Most of them. They are living a very good life. And they will picture to you some about oh, they want you to share in, in, in that they want to be in that consolation. I mean, no, 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 no. Be very careful. Very careful. Some some. <laughs> some. <laughs> Hallelujah. Be very careful. (laughs) 
<laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah, yeah. Some of them are our friends, so we can't say all of them. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, so what I'm saying is that the word of the Lord will give you that faith you need. Okay? To give that faith. If you put your hope and your trust in, in, in some group of people, they can disappoint you. Okay? Let the word be the anchor of your faith. Okay? That anchor of your faith. Praise Jesus. I hope I'm helping somebody. Second Timothy chapter 3, verse 16. Second Timothy chapter 3, verse 16. Let's look at this word of the Lord. It says, all scripture. All scripture. Okay, so, it says, all scripture is inspired by God. And it's useful. I think the sound is back. Okay. See, all scripture is useful. Sorry. All scripture is inspired by God. And it's useful. So, some translations say, all scripture is God's breath. Hallelujah. Not some. All scripture. That means that it, it was the spirit of the Lord that was breathing on people. It was breathing and it inspired them and they were writing all those things. So as you are reading God's word, as you are reading God's word, you are reading the breath of the Lord. God is pouring his breath on you. Just like what happens in Genesis chapter, when God formed man, chapter 1, chapter 2. When he formed man, the Bible says that he breathed into man. Hallelujah. So he, when he breathed into man, what happened was that the Bible says that man became a living soul. You know, as I was saying on Thursday, the eternal life we have received, you don't just receive one. Eternal life is not like the human life you have. Once you received it, um, until you died and, and then that you flawed that life, maybe something happened, terminated that life. But eternal life, you can receive more and more of it. Yeah. It's like, it's, it can receive more and more of it. Jesus Christ promised us in John chapter 10 verse 10. That the life, he says, that he, he came to give life and to give it more abundantly. That's why you can meet some people who have read the word of the Lord for some time. You realize that there is kind of life. Yeah, you find life. You say, no, Yeah, there's some, an atmosphere about that person. That's how, that's how the um, eternal life is. The Holy Spirit is. It creates in you more life. You are full of life. Hallelujah. That life dominates over its issues, situations. I tell you, some call it the anointing. <laughs> Hallelujah. When you read, it comes from just reading the, the word of the Lord. Hallelujah. Because the word of the Lord is inspired. It's the breath of God. It is the life of God being poured onto you. Praise Jesus. The more you read the word of the Lord, the more you become conscious of this life that it is, or that is in God, that is in God. The more you read it, you become conscious. So you know that sometimes when you leave the word of the Lord, when you stop reading the word of the Lord for some time, when you stop studying the word of the Lord, you realize that you, you, you are becoming dry. Yeah, me, my mind is dryness. <laughs> Very dry. <laughs> You are praying Christ like it's a mechanical thing. Who started with the engine with so much energy? <laughs> but if you read the word of the Lord, 
I mean, your prayer life will become simpler because the word of God is already boiling in you before you enter the place of prayer. So, you, yeah. Don't just be someone, oh, yeah, the empire bull, empire bull. No, 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 no. No, no. Someone shared a story with me about the, the, the a pastor friend shared a story with me. The Bible school, I've heard so many stories. <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah. That the wife, yes, his wife, he's a prophet. So I was like, the Lord called me as a prophet. But as I'm going on with my, my ministry, I realized that I need prophets in the day, sorry. You need teachings. So he started teaching, teaching. And the wife was like, man, I married a prophet, not a teacher. <laughs> It is a big issue. So we have to now, we are talking, even the, that, but still, the wife too says, it's a prophet I'm married. I feel like I love you more. <laughs> All my stories. <laughs> hey, things are happening. Oh. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> because the lady has been working with pastors and prophets, prophets, prophets. So before he met the husband, so he was a prophet, the company of prophets. Now what? Him also be a teacher? No, no. The woman was like, no. She wanted divorce. So that, yeah, nothing. Even the people, many, many people ask, 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 coming, but still. That's what he wants. And prophets, not the teacher. <laughs> it's amazing how people push the word of the Lord aside. <laughs> it's amazing how many want to push the, the study of the word of, aside. And just go straight with empire. Prophetic. No, 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 no. No, God hasn't worked that way. In his wisdom, he has given place to the word. He has given place to the word. Yeah. You can study the word of the Lord and just feel the atmosphere of the Holy Ghost around you. Yeah, you can. You, have to, you, don't, you don't always have to pray before you experience that. Try. Try. Just read the word of the Lord. You, you have supernatural encounters. Just read. If you can't read, listen. Yeah, listen. There are, there are Bible apps, as I said, on our smartphones. Yeah, that can read the word of the Lord to you. Just listen. Listen. Find every means to listen to the word of the Lord. Okay. I hope I've helped somebody. I'm helping somebody. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. One of, the whole, one of the things that the Holy Spirit will do for you when you read the word of the Lord is that it will, he, will, he will grow, let me put it that way, He will cultivate the fruit of the Spirit in you. The reason why the fruit of the Spirit is so important is because um, because of the future we are going. And the future you are going is most likely you will be a leader. Yeah, because you, you start this way, but when you get to the future God wants you to do, you probably you'll be a leader in that in that field. You would have people under you. And you need to show the fruit, your character to them. And that is where you see if the Holy Spirit has not built all those characters, he has not developed them. Because it's a fruit. So he has not grown all these characters in you. The word of the Lord can grow many, many, many characters in you. Hallelujah. Because your future will demand that you one day be a leader of certain people. 
yeah, your future will demand it. Where the Lord wants to take you, oh no. You, you, you have people under you that you have to control. But if your character is not built, no, no, you can't. Someone said that power, I, I saw this quote and I think I like it. See, power will destroy the man whose character is not built for it. It will destroy you. You are not patient with people. You are not, you, you are not patient with them. Someone did something, no, then. <laughs> you are impatient with everything. You don't have love. No, 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 no. It, when you read the word of the Lord, the Holy Spirit will build in you his fruit. I don't think too that he will build his giftings in you. You need, you need, everybody has been given a gift. Yeah. Everybody, you have a gift in you. There are so many gifts. Don't think only, and don't think that it's only prophecy and some healings and those things that are gifts. But administration can be a gift. It is actually a gift. No, it can be. It is actually a gift. There are gifts of giving, even giving. There are a lot of many gifts that are in scriptures. There are things that the Holy Spirit, it is in you. But it only come out when you, you look into the word. When the Holy Spirit helps you to grow them. Hallelujah. You have to cultivate them. Like the way a farmer will go to the farm and cultivate a, a, a crop. That is what the Holy Spirit does in you. He will cultivate humility in you. Hallelujah. Another thing too that he will do is that he will teach you the voice of God. The Holy Spirit, as you read the word, he will teach you the voice of God. Many, many people have, have asked this question, how can I hear God? How can I hear God? How do I hear God? How do I hear God about a certain situation of life, or in life? You need the word of the Lord. The more you read the word of the Lord, his voice becomes clearer. There was a, the, my sheep knows my voice. No one teaches a sheep how to... How to um, yeah. Yeah. Nobody. It comes. It, it is inbuilt in them. It's inbuilt in them. You can hear. You know how to hear. You, you, know, you know it much better than any, any other person. Hallelujah. And it comes when you listen to the word of the Lord. When you read the word of the Lord. When you, when you look into the word of the Lord. Because the voice of the Lord will do us much good. Much good. It will save you from a lot of things that you may be trying to enter. Maybe you want to enter into some business deal. We want to, a lot of things. The Holy Spirit can speak to you and He can direct your steps. Do it this way. This way is the best way. Don't go it. Don't do it this way. Sometimes you may even be reading about the story about Moses or something. Just the story alone, what you learn in the application alone can even lead you. Hallelujah. The Lord can lead you. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. In Acts chapter 6, verse 4, the apostles spoke about the ministry of the word of the Lord. They said that should we leave tables and go and serve? I mean, whilst we should we leave the word and prayer and the teachings and the ministry of the word to go and serve tables? No. There's something called the ministry of the word of the Lord. Called the ministry, ministry also means service. Service. The service of the word. The word of the Lord has something it performs called a service. It can render unto you a service. Yeah. Can run on to you a service. Like the way you go to bank and they'll service, they'll help you with things. It can it can help you. And it's the word of the Lord that can help you in life. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Okay, um, I would like to I would like to bring my sermon to a close here. Yeah. Because we are, I can see we have a lot of things to do from here. 
Yeah. But the conclusion of everything I'm trying to do, I'm te- I'm, or I'm, everything I'm trying to tell you is that the word of the Lord has inbuilt capabilities, inbuilt um, power to help you achieve whatever God wants you to do. And it will give you the faith you need. It will give you the voice. The, it will build in you the voice. It will make you hear the voice of the Lord clearer and clearer to be able to accomplish everything that God wants you to do. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. David asked a question. He said, how can a young man keep his weight pure? It's only when he keeps the word of the Lord in him. We can see the triumph of David. How David triumphed with a lot of things as a king. All this was because he kept the word of the Lord himself. I'm sure when he was a shepherd boy, one of the things that he was reading was the Bible, the word of the Lord, the Torah, I'm sure. Or maybe the words, Genesis. Just imagine, he didn't even have the whole thing. Probably all he may have have had was maybe the five books of Moses and some few other things. But he kept all these things in his heart. And look at what his life became. When, you, when we keep the word of the Lord in our heart, one of the things I want to do is to memorize, but it's difficult. <laughs> so I just try, and even if it's a word or a phrase, it's, it's, it's enough for my spirit. But when I can memorize, I try. If I can't, the phrase alone, alone. I want to keep the word of the Lord in my heart. And there's one thing we need to do. Keep the word. If you have the brain to memorize it, hallelujah, do it. But if you can keep a phrase, a sentence, it's enough. It's light enough. It's light enough to shine your path, to be able to direct your path. He says that the word of the Lord is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. It will lighten your path in life. Praise Jesus. It will lighten every path you would go. You will not go anywhere to be like, oh, this is a new therapy to me. The Lord will show it to you. Yeah, it's a light to your path. He will show it to you. He will direct you where to go. The word of the Lord is inherent power. <laughs> Powerful than an atomic bomb or a hydrogen bomb. Hallelujah. Colossians 1.16 says that let the word of the Lord dwell in you richly. 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 Sometimes I have given myself a target of reading 10 chapters a day. But if I can't, maybe three, maybe it's between three and ten. I just wanted to dwell in me richly. That's, that's the essence. Until I'm, I feel like I'm full, I don't stop. I read and read and read and read. Let it dwell in you richly. Praise Jesus. Let the word of the Lord dwell in you richly. John chapter 15 verse 7. It says that if my word remain in you. Let's read it. John 15 verse 7. So if you remain in me, okay. But if you remain in me and my word remain in you, then ask anything. Ooh, this is like a blank check for someone who reads the word of the Lord. <laughs> this is like a blank check. He says that if you remain in me and my words remain in you, you may ask for anything. Wow. Wow. If you remain in me and my words remain in you, just say the word of the read the word of the Lord. Hallelujah. And this week I was reading about Moses. And how <laughs> about how God, God delighted it when he came to him actually when the people complained to him and he would come and you fall down before God and say oh father this is what the people are saying he, he will lie on the floor he, and he, he will tell God about their complaint this is what they are saying actually I didn't know that the Lord delighted in it until when he 
and God told him to speak to the rock and he struck it the second time. And the Lord just told him, ah, Moses, why did you do this? Why did you? He actually, he was expecting him that when they did the same thing, he would go back and lie down. I'm like, oh, that spoke to me about humility a lot. About how God sees, how God was seeing Moses and how he delighted it when Moses came to him over and over to just lie prostrate before him. This is what is happening. Father, I've come before you with all my weaknesses. No wonder the Bible says he was the meekest man on earth because of how he was reacting towards God. Hallelujah. You need to, you need to keep reading. Let me put it, you keep reading. I'm sure you are reading. I want to accept the fact that you are reading. <laughs> so keep reading, okay? Keep reading. And we'll see many, many, many more wonderful things. The word of the Lord will accomplish in our life. And we'll give God alone the glory. I kind of heard a testimony about um, um, this ICGC head pastor, Otabel. They said that he got to a point in his life for a very long time. A very long time. He didn't have someone who prophesied to him or spoke. A prophet who prophesied to him. But all he did was just, I mean, read the word. And I kind of... I was amazed because as at his level, I was expecting that probably he may have prophet friends and prophets and maybe associate pastors or pastors in this church who may speak to him from time to time. But it was a very long time. No, no prophet spoke to him. He said for years, no prophet spoke to him about anything. But what he did was he stuck to the word of the Lord. And no one can say that he's not successful. Yeah. Yeah. Just stick to the word of the Lord. If a prophet asks up, hooray, it's in the wisdom of God for him to do it. But if there is none, stick to the word of the Lord. Stick it. Yeah, stick it. And your life will never be the same again. Hallelujah.